This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for ways for my son to get involved and give back in our local community. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, is also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students. Hello, we are here for More Happier, a podcast where we get more happier. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, Gretch. Today, we'll talk about how Elizabeth is feeling about being on strike in Hollywood. Plus, she has a new philosophy of life. Are these things related? Who knows? (laughs) We will find out. But first, Elizabeth, uh, what is something making us more happier? What's making you more happier? Well, Gretch, first I will tell you what is making me not more happier. It's making Mm. me less happier, which is that Mm. uh, Sarah and I got news that Fantasy Island is not going to have a season three, Mm. which you can imagine we're very bummed about. Um, Although we're very grateful to everybody who was part of our team, especially the writers and the cast who were just incredible. So anyway, Sarah and I will be talking more about about that on Happier in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Next episode, if anybody is interested in what it's like to have your show canceled, you can right. talk, you can hear all about it on Happier in Hollywood. Yeah, that's not easy. Not easy. But within that, Gretch, something that is making me more happier is that Sarah and I are writing each of us 500 words a day, five days a week on our novel. Mm-hmm. And do you find that action is the antidote to anxiety? Does it help you to have this project in place as you're facing this other project going away? Absolutely. And we're going to talk about the strike and it helps with that. It helps, Mm, you know, it helps with the cancellation. It helps with being on strike. Sarah and I have wanted to write a book for a long time. We have actually written books before, but it's been a long time. We wrote two young adult books together. This is for adults um, and it's a thriller. And it's just, it's nice to just do something in the face of rejection or whatever you want to call it. It's nice to be taking an action forward. 
Well, it's this atmosphere of growth and that sometimes the atmosphere of growth can be very challenging. It can make you feel stupid and, and uneasy and insecure, but it's also super exciting and energizing. And it has, it gives you that feeling of challenge and going outside your comfort zone and doing something new. And that, that itself is very energizing and it's comforting to see yourself doing it. Yes. And I mean, we were saying, you know, we can only be novelists if we write novels. So right. we must move <laughs> forward. It's the only yeah. way to get there. Yeah. Well, gold so, star to, for, for doing that. Yeah. Yes. And now, Gretchen, how about you? What is making you more happier? Well, there was one thing that I thought was making me happier, but now there's two things making me happier um, because I watched the season finale of Fantasy Island and I saw the cameo of The Happiness Project. You didn't tell me that it was going to be there. That was so fun and exciting to see. Yes, that was a little surprise for you, Gretchen, for all of the uh, happier listeners who watch yeah. Fantasy Island. We had a character who was in bed reading and they said, what book should she be reading? And Sarah and I said, The Happiness Project, of course. What a good sister. <laughs> you know what I love? The Happiness Project shows up in a lot of shows. Remember, it was in Big Little Lies. It was yeah. on the nightstand. And wasn't yeah. somebody else reading it recently? The Night Agent. Yes, yeah. The Night Agent, which is yeah. my old friend Sean Ryan's show. So it's very exciting. No, I should have a gallery, actually, you as seen should. on TV. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, and Big Little Lies, it was an ironic juxtaposition. I will say no more, but yeah, that, that. So anyway, that was super, super fun. Kind of bittersweet now. Yeah. And then the other thing making me happier is I am home. I had so much fun being on the road, doing a book tour. I love talking to readers. I love talking to listeners. I got to hang out with a bunch of librarians and booksellers. That was super wonderful. I like traveling. I was very fortunate that everything went easy, which I will say only now, because of course you feel so superstitious mm. saying like, oh, all the flights are working out fine. And then, you know, it all goes, goes away. But now I'm home and I have some events left to do, but they're all in New York City. And then I have a couple like straggling things, but I don't consider them part of the true book tour. Right. And so I'm just so happy to be home and having my own coffee and waking up at the usual time and not having to figure out how long it takes to get to the airport at X hour of the day. Yes. And um, it's just and hanging out with Eliza and Eleanor and Jamie and Barnaby. He was very gets super excited every time mm -hmm. I come home. Yeah, you were on a very hectic schedule. I was following your schedule and it was uh, hard to keep track of. So it was it was it was. And I had and everybody who worked on it was so great because everything just worked perfectly. And that is so hard because there's just so many little details to manage. So I so appreciate everybody who who made that happen and hosted me and came to an event. So just showers of gold stars for everyone. I was so glad to do it. And now I'm so happy to be yes. waking up day after day in my own in bed. In your bed. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Some of the happiest moments in my life are when I've returned home from a long shoot out of oh, yeah. the city or the country, like returning home from Puerto Rico after four months. No, I mean, the Hungary. Oh. The Hungary trip. Hungary, the Hungary, the food, yes, yes. the weather, the, yes. the circumstances. Coming home was just heaven. Yeah. Oh, I remember that before that trip, there was some polar explorer level coat that you were considering wearing. And you're like, I just don't know. Like, do I really need to take it to this level? And then you were like, oh, I guess I should just go all in. And then it was like, not nearly enough. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, um, 
Well, that's great. All right. Well, coming up, Gretch, there's something you've been meaning to ask me, but first this break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So listen, I have been meaning to ask you, some time has passed since the strike was announced. How are you feeling about being on strike? Yes. So um, just in case anyone doesn't know, I should say it's the WGA, the Writers Guild of America, is on strike um, trying to get a fair deal from the AMPTP. So it's interesting because this is the second strike I've been through. We were on strike in 2007, um, and now we're um, obviously on strike again. And it's a bit, it's surreal when it happens. It's, it just, it's just so weird. Yeah. And then quickly it becomes your everyday life. Sure. Here's what's, I don't want to say good about it because there's nothing good, but we are very unified as writers, Mm -hmm. more unified even than we were in 2007, because we really are at an existential moment in the business. Um, Sarah and I talk about this on Happier in Hollywood, where being a career entertainment writer, whether movies or TV, is it's in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not a career that you can sort of go forth and do and know that you'll be able to raise your kids and have a mortgage and retire. Right. And have a job. And, and well, have a job. I mean, they're very yeah. much trying to turn it into a freelance job. They even want to give us a day rate at times to work. Um, so people are really unified and it feels good to be unified. Mm-hmm. But it's also really scary, obviously, yeah. because we don't know what is going to happen. And I know anybody who's been on strike, you know, teachers go on strike, nurses go on strike, other people have been through this. And it's just very scary not to know what the outcome is going to be. Well, and the the last strike was quite lengthy. How, How long was it? And you think this one might be even longer, right? Yes. So the last strike was 100 days. Um, very and I very think, literary, very yes, writerly to have yes, 100. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I think a lot of people feel that this strike will be even longer. Um, mm. 
So actually, if anybody wants to hear more sort of detail about these issues, Sarah and I interviewed Nicole Yorkin, who is on the WGA negotiating committee uh. in episode 313 of Happier in Hollywood, because it's she it was great to hear from somebody who's an expert on the issues. Right. But yeah, being on strike, it's it's one of those things where you have these life experiences that you know you'll remember forever. And yeah. this is definitely one of them. I want to take Jack out of school early one day and bring him to the picket line. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm like, this is learning on the ground. Yeah. You know, you can't yeah. learn more about labor in the U.S. than, than walking the picket line. So, Elizabeth, I want to ask you, like, do you think it, you've been through it before? Do you think it's less stressful this time or more stressful this time? Well, it both. More stressful because we do <laughs> have Jack now. So when you have a kid, the stakes are just always higher, right? Right. But it's less stressful because I have been through it. I have mm. gotten to the other side and worked again and, and life has gotten back to normal. So it's both. Mm -hmm. One nice thing is I've now been in the business so long that when I do go to the picket line and I've been going different places, I always am going to know people. So oh. I've been catching up with a lot of people who I haven't gotten to see in a long time. And that's a good aspect of it. And right. that builds the community. And, you know, the longer in, you're in the business, the more people you know. So it's right. always comforting to see people and uh, know we're all in the same boat. And but, you know, I've been hearing all of their stories about what's been happening and how we got to this point. Mm -hmm. It's a profound time in my life, I would say. Right. Wow. Oh, that's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. Um, it is. But you know what? I'm lucky I have Sarah because when you have a partner, it's just so much easier to deal with anything. Well, and then Adam's going through it, too. You've got two kinds yes, of partners I have who are two affected partners. by it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have double partners. Not a time when you're glad that you're both TV writers. Right. It would be much right. easier if, you know, one of us did something else for a living. Yeah. Um, but we know what each other's going through, which is great. It's funny. One of the things I remember from law school is in my business administration class, the professor said, the investor is wise who diversifies. And mm. that showed me the, the importance of the fluency heuristic because the fact that it rhymed means that I've remembered it forever. But it is yes. it is one of those things where you're like, mm, we're, we're a non-diversified professional couple. Yep. Well, hang in there. Thank you. And we'll keep people posted. It's, it's fascinating. And listen to Happier in Hollywood if you want more information about it. And you'll get more work done on your, on your thriller. Uh, yes, we will. Yes, we will. Okay, Gretch, what is the spotlight on a tool this week? Well, I want to remind everybody about my new quiz, the What's Your Neglected Sense quiz, mm. um, which you can get to at GretchenRubin.com slash quiz. It is, I'm starting to hear all these responses from people, and it is absolutely fascinating. Hit me up on social media or email me at podcastgretchenrubin.com because it's so interesting to see people's responses. And here's just a couple that people said. And this is like the Four Tendencies quiz where it just deepens my understanding so much to hear how mm. people think about it. 
So Mary wrote, I think it's interesting how there can be different reasons why we neglect particular sensations. For example, my most neglected sense by far is smell because I'm very insensitive to smells. It takes a strong odor for me to even notice it. This can be very helpful since I work as a nurse. However, my second most neglected sense is touch for the opposite reason. I'm very sensitive to touch, feeling viscerally repulsed by tickly, prickly, or constricting sensations. So I'm enjoying engaging my smell and touch using different strategies. I've been experimenting with deeply inhaling intense odors like scented candles, spices, or wet tree bark. Whereas with touch, I've been proceeding cautiously, paying close attention and discovering what feels pleasurable, such as stroking smooth wood or glass tabletops. Thanks for helping us all learn more about this. So I thought this was really interesting about yeah. how you can be very extreme in either direction. And then there's still ways to find an approach where you can tap into the into the sense. And then Melissa said, I enjoy taking the quiz and learning which sense I don't value enough for me hearing. My family also took the quiz and each had a different sense outcome. Five different answers for five different people. So I thought that so was fascinating. Yeah. Yes. And Elizabeth, I mean, it's funny, they had all different ones, and then you and I are the same, yes. taste being our most neglected sense. So it, it's just, it's it's one of these things where it's a little insight into yourself. And um, I was doing an event, and my interviewer was Olga Hazan, the journalist, and she was saying her how her most neglected sense is touch. Mm. And I was asking her, and she was saying, like, she doesn't like to hug, she doesn't give handshakes. And I was asking her about it, and then I was like, what about petting a cat or dog? She's like, nope. I thought, wow. wow, you really don't appreciate the sense of touch. That is not one of you. That's definitely not at the top for you. So it's just interesting to talk to people and hear how we're different and how we're the same and how we can get more pleasure and comfort from the world if we're interested. Um, yeah, out of it. our so, head and into our bodies. Right, right. So if you want to take the quiz, it's GretchenRubin.com slash quiz. All right. All right, Gretch, coming up, there is something that I have been meaning to tell you, but first this break. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better. 
They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. So, Elizabeth, there's something you've been meaning to tell me. You hinted at it. I want to hear you talk about this. What is it? All right. You know, I love an epiphany. I love a new philosophy of life. And I have a new philosophy of life. Okay. I'm so excited. I'm writing it down. Okay. My new philosophy of life is that I want to live as if I'm retired while I'm still working. Okay. I, how did you have this epiphany and what does it mean practically? Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> I had the epiphany because I realized that it's just really important to me to go to big events for people. And mm. I started realizing this. I've had friends with big birthdays. One of my best friends, Mindy, had a big birthday and she mentioned she was having a party and I said, oh, well, could I come? It was in Kansas City. And she said, oh, you don't need to come in for that. And I'm like, no, I want to be there. I sure. want to be there. Yeah. And she's one of my very, very, very close friend. So I went and it was so great. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy. I mean, she appreciated me being there, but also I was just so happy to right. be there. Right. And it just started me thinking I really want to show up to these big events. I want to prioritize them because for so many years, I've missed big events because of work. I've missed bachelorette party weekends. I have missed bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs. I've missed weddings. I've missed Mm -hmm. so many events. Thanksgiving dinners. Yes, because, oh, I have to work. And now I've decided, you know what? I'm still working. You know, I'm still working hard. But if I were retired... I would go to XYZ event and I am just mm-hmm. going to make it my business to show up to these events. Well, with Eleanor's graduation, it didn't even occur to me to say, like, would you want to come? And then you were like, can we come? I was like, 100% you can come. Yes. And so yeah. we're going to Eleanor's graduation. A friend of mine has a big premiere. I'm going to that. I'm just, I, I, I love the people in my life. It's the most important thing to me. So I want to show up. And that's what I would do if I were retired. So I'm going to just right. do it now. So do you think that by framing it, I mean, because there's a lot of ways you, you could frame this epiphany. Do you think you're framing it in terms of retirement? Because you want to say, I just want to disregard work in terms of this trade-off. Yes. I want to very much focus on what is it that I want to do and just make that happen. And so being yes. retired is a way to just say, okay, work is just, let's just take that off the table and get this yes. done. Yes. Now, look, are there going to be times when I can't do this, when I yeah. can't live as if I'm retired? Of course. Right. Right. If I'm in the middle of shooting something and I'm in Vancouver, I'm not going to be able to hop over to New York for a night. Right. But when I can do it, and this is when you said, is this philosophy and the strike related? Yeah. When I can take a moment to do these things, I am going to prioritize doing them and not sort of, it's just easy not to do something because it can feel overwhelming. It can feel too expensive. Yes. It can feel all of these things. No, you're like, I'll save myself so much time and energy by just saying no. 
Yes. And they don't really care. They don't need me there. But what I've realized is these are the things that stick with me as huge moments. And I just want to experience them. Yes. Well, it kind of reminds me of this whole thing about, you know, how me going to the Met every day. So a lot of people would say, well, you know, of course, like easy for you. You live within walking distance of the Met and you have the time and the freedom to visit. And I think, well, that is true 100 percent. And I never take that for granted. But the fact is, I lived within walking distance of the Met and had the time and the freedom to visit for years. Yes. And I didn't do it. So sometimes you have to think, well, the fact that you can do it doesn't make that you will do it. And so the fact is, even if you were working Maybe you could still live as if you were retired if you just made up your mind, like, well, can I reorganize things and have Sarah cover for me and bow out early? And sometimes you can and sometimes you can't. But if you just think to yourself, I will say yes, unless I absolutely can't, instead of being like, it's across the country, why would I go for a three-hour party or whatever? Yes. And, you know, I love reframing and framing mm-hmm. things. So yes. in this time when it is not an easy time for me right now yeah, between right. the strike and Fantasy Island, yeah. I like framing something that's positive and, yes. and fun and makes me feel good. You're very social. You love connecting with friends. You yes. love seeing old friends. No, and the happiness research shows that this is like the probably the most important thing a person could do to be happier is to deepen relationships, strengthen relationships, broaden relationships. And a lot of that is just showing up in these milestone moments. And it's true. It may, it may be that the person whose milestone moment it is, so much is going on that the fact that you're there isn't as important, but you're, you know, you're there and you're having a big experience too. And then it's something that you share. Well, I think it's terrific. And I'm so happy that I'm the beneficiary of it. Yes. Let's both live like we're all live like you're retired. Okay. (laughs) Excellent. All right, Gretch, what's our quotation this week? Okay. Well, this is very, uh, when I read this from Michael Pollan's excellent book, Botany of Desire, I felt uh, I identified with what he said. And this was my thinking when I was writing Life in Five Senses. He writes, Unless I made a conscious effort, I won't notice what color your shirt is, the song playing on the radio, or whether you put one sugar in your coffee or two. Seeing, hearing, smelling, feeling, or tasting things as they really are is always difficult, if not impossible. In my case, this filter is so fine, or is it thick, that a lot of the details and textures of reality simply never get through. It's a habit of mine I sorely wish I could break since it keeps me from enjoying the pleasures of the senses and the moment, pleasures that, at least in the abstract, I prize above all others. But right there you see the problem, in the abstract. Mm, Yes, very uh, relevant to life in five senses. Yes. So, Elizabeth, are you feeling more happier? Yes, I am feeling more happy, Gretchen. (laughs) Thank you to Chuck. Get in touch, Gretchen's on Instagram and TikTok at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm on Instagram at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And for everything related to this episode, links, photos, and more, go to HappierCast.com. Bye, Gretch. Bye, Elizabeth. The best time to start a happiness project is 20 years ago. The second best time is now. So, Elizabeth, speaking of the of the strike, do you feel a lot of pressure to come up with some incredibly clever line to write on your sign? Because there are all these all these great, brilliant, insightful, witty signs that I see um, 
pictured everywhere. Yeah, I would, except um, I've never gotten a blank sign. I've never been able oh. to get a blank sign. They Because oh. like, you get a sign when you get there. And, oh. um, you know, so I haven't yet, but I'm always trying to think, if I get a blank sign, what am I going to write on it? Oh, how um, funny. It's like you got to fight your way to the, yes. to the blank sign. Yes. All the Everybody writers grab has them. Thing <laughs> to say. Yes. Yeah. Funny. From the Onward Project.